Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello and welcome to a brand new Auto Line Daily. It's Wednesday, July the 24th, 2013. I'm Murray Feldman, Fox 2 News here in Detroit, filling in for my friend John today. There's a lot going on in the auto industry, so let's get to today's top stories right now. Just about two years ago, Ford and Toyota announced that they would collaborate on developing a new hybrid system. But now, after completing a feasibility study into the partnership, the companies have decided to do it on their own. Ford will instead develop a rear-wheel hybrid system for its trucks and SUVs that will be ready by the end of the decade. However, Ford and Toyota will continue to collaborate on next-generation telematics. More on that to come. And speaking of Ford hybrids, the company announced the sale of those models have skyrocketed this year. In the second quarter, sales passed 24,000 units, which is over a 500% gain compared to last year and a 15% increase compared to the first quarter of this year. Ford's market share of cars with some form of electrification has jumped from 12% to 16% this year in the USA. And that also helped the company's bottom line as Ford delivered rock-solid results for the second quarter. The company sold over 1.6 million vehicles, up 231,000 units from a year ago. And that pulled in revenues of $38 billion, up $4.5 billion. Ford's operating profit hit $2.5 billion, up nearly 40%. And net profit hit $1.2 billion, up 18%. North America was the profit powerhouse for the company again, but its aggressive investments in China also starting to pay off. But in South America, while the company posted a profit in the second quarter, it is still losing money there and says that it hopes to break even for the year. In Europe, Ford saw its sales and revenue go up even though the overall market fell by a million units compared to a year ago. Despite the increase in sales, the company is losing less money than a year ago and expects to lose $1.8 billion for the full year, which would be down from $2 billion, which they earlier predicted. We've taken an in-depth look at the new powertrains and styling in the 2014 GMC Sierra, but that's not all that's changed. Here's a look at some of the practical upgrades to the bed of the truck. I'll make things a little bit easier for you. First of which is the easy lift and lower tailgate that floats down like that when you open it up. Simply benefit there, you can do something with your hands while that thing's coming down, you don't have to hold on to it anymore. When that tailgate is down, you want to get into the bed. Another simple innovation on the new Sierra, standard corner step rear bumpers on vehicles with chrome bumpers. Right there, you put your foot in there, you put your hand up in the stake pocket, which is now shaped a little bit to accommodate the angle that your hand wants to go at when you do this, and you just walk right up into the bed of the truck, and you're in. Simple solution. For an everyday situation, after you've got the truck loaded up, oftentimes you've got the box full and you go to secure things and you can't reach the lower tie downs. Sierra has standard upper tie downs, four tie downs located directly above the lower ones. These are located in the four corners of the bed, but they can be moved. And they're there simply to help you have another place to tie your cargo down, especially when there's enough stuff in here that you can't access the lower tie downs anymore. And the last Innovation in the Sierra, standard on our SLE trucks and above, is under the rail. Two LED lamps in the back, one right here, one on the other side, the same spot. They're there to give you a simple, handy lighting element. If you've got a tonneau cover on or it's nighttime and you want to see into this bed in the cab, there's a switch that activates not only those two lamps but the upper chimsel light. But if you've got a tonneau on, they'll help you see underneath. You go get your stuff out, 
Put the bed back up, put the tailgate back up, shut the switch off, and get on your way. Earlier this year, Mercedes held an international competition for both golf and automotive fans to come up with the golf cart of the future. After the winners were chosen, the Mercedes-Benz Advanced Design Center in California molded the concepts with a little of their own innovative thinking into what you see. The cart has some cool new features too, like a heads-up display, iPhone or iPad dock, and uses a joystick for control. But if we were going to be spending as much money as this cart most likely cost, we would rather have Bubba Watson's hovercraft golf cart to drive through bunkers and over the water. Auto production is picked back up in the United States. Coming up in just a moment, I'll explain why not everybody is happy about that. So this performance football is another way Bridgestone is bringing its tire technologies to the world of sports. That's right. The same polymer technologies that allow you to take sharp turns with maximum precision on our Potenza tires is being put to use here. Troy Aikman and Dion Sanders are helping us test it out. Troy seems to like the control. That ain't right, man. Dion, that ain't right. not so much. Giddy up now, Dion. At Bridgestone, our passion for performance knows no bounds. The domestic auto industry is on a roll. Sales are up, prices are up, incentives are falling, production could hit 16 million units this year. Wow, is everybody happy? No, those who hold the key to the car assembly are not the suppliers. Many slim down and just don't have the strength and the power and the capital to pump out as many parts as the car makers are demanding these days. But now I'm told some tier one suppliers are not even replacing worn out tooling at the tier two suppliers. It's the tier one's job to replace that, the tier twos have to maintain it. But when it can't be maintained anymore and has to be replaced, many tier ones are simply not doing it for one reason or another. This is causing downtime, production delays, could even cause injuries and even quality issues. But wait, there's more. Another sticky issue, lower prices being forced on suppliers by the companies they produce for. There have been lawsuits and I'm told more litigation is on the way over these issues. If the surge in demand continues and these issues are not resolved, we could be facing more supplier bankruptcies and more lawsuits and perhaps even more recalls because of quality issues. Just a reminder now, before I sign off, don't forget to watch Auto Line After Hours this Thursday night. John will be out of town, but don't worry, Peter DiLorenzo will be here, the auto extremist. He'll be taking over the hosting duties. His guest will be Rich Bartlett, the assistant chief engineer of the Cadillac Twin Turbo V6. Tomorrow night, 6 p.m. on our website, autoline.tv. That's it for today's show. I'm Murray Feldman from Fox 2 News in Detroit. Thanks again for watching, and enjoy the rest of the day.